Welcome to the 4 Eyes Show, powered by the kidswearcrowns.com. Today we're going to talk about Game 1 of the NBA Finals, previewing Game 2 of the NBA Finals, Pusha T versus Drake, and so much more. But first... More crooked than one time. Yeah, yeah, check. Is my mic on? As a twilight zone. Yeah, come on. My mind state rewinds, wakes, and fast forwards. Bullets making a beeline for my fake. My mind state. My mind state. Yeah, man. So, uh, game one of the NBA Finals. Um, wow. Uh, that was a game. A game that will probably be. Uh, forever marred by the stuff that happened at the end of regulation and the end of OT. But, uh, you know, uh, when I recorded on Monday, I said we didn't know what we were getting. And sure enough, we got uh, Warriors versus Cavs part four. Um, and most people had the Cavs getting smoked. <laughs> uh, and I don't think anyone was wrong uh, for thinking that. But LeBron, as he has showed all postseason, um, is willing a bad team to victory. And it's almost, number one, it's it's verifying what I've long thought of him, which I touched on last week, is that he doesn't need the excuses. He doesn't need as much help as people give him. He's he's great enough on his own. Um, and number two, uh, it's kind of showing that the Warriors might not be as invincible as we thought. Um, I don't know which one is more uh, prevalent, <laughs> but... Uh, LeBron came out and put up 51 points, 8 rebounds, and 8 assists. And for much of the game, looked like he was going to take the Warriors out and steal one out in Oakland. But uh, J.R. Smith, J.R. Smith. Uh, before before we get into that, um, number one, Steph Curry had a great game. Um, sounds like he is about tired of the Steph doesn't show up in the finals narrative, even though he almost averaged a triple-double in the finals last season. Um, he looked like he was out for, yo, this is my finals MVP. The Warriors look stagnant. Uh, I knew Andre Iguodala was important to them, but Jesus, man. The Warriors on offense and defense just look like they don't know what they're doing. Um, KD stopping the ball movement. Uh, Draymond can't shoot for shit right now. And... LeBron is just coming down the court and and this is something I really hate and I wish the NBA could figure out a way to do away with but this whole one player coming down the court and getting a switch on the worst defender is just kind of whack man like I'm, I'm I'm super duper tired of it man like I like you watch the Rockets did it uh LeBron did it they just come up the court the person that Steph Curry's guarding they just screen him off uh, and no one fights over the screen. It just ends up LeBron versus Steph the whole game. Like, it's kind of taken out the beauty of watching basketball a little bit. It's kind of trash, but, you know, you, you got to do what's within the rules. So, yeah, LeBron 51-8-8. Um, <laughs> the few interesting moments in the game, JaVale McGee came in uh, in the third quarter when the Warriors went on their run, uh, guarded LeBron great <laughs> and missed the dunk. Uh, and I tweeted out as soon as that happened, JaVale giveth and he taketh away. <laughs> Um, J.R. Smith, uh, in the first quarter, um, caused a knee contusion to Clay. Uh, a lot of, it looked, looked bad, looked bad. A lot of people were speculating that it was a, a ligament. Um, they said it was just a contusion. 
Uh, he later came back in the game, but he was basically running on one leg. Um, not as not as effective on defense um, as you would probably want him to be. Uh, J.R. Smith at the end of the first half inexplicably gambles um, at half court trying to steal the, a pass to Steph. Steph ends up wide open, hits about a 32, 33 foot three uh, to seal the half and tie the game up. Um, and then the Cavs withstood the Warriors third quarter run. Um, and it was a close game the rest of the way out. So uh, coming down, there's about so a couple things happen. Number one, Draymond fouls uh, LeBron, leads to a steal. Uh, it doesn't get called. Um, later on in the game, uh, KD is headed towards the hoop. Uh, LeBron jumps in front of him. Charge is called on the court. They review it and say that LeBron's body was moving and overturned the call. I've never seen that happen. So the call gets overturned. KD ends up shooting free throws. Uh, Warriors take the lead. Coming back down the court, LeBron has Steph on him. Um, and it looks like this is setting up for a LeBron buzzer beater. And LeBron does... It's the correct basketball play, but I wouldn't have done it. Uh, he has Steph Curry guarding him. Steph Curry's 6'3", LeBron's about 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, Nothing Steph can do to bother his shot. Uh, KD and um, Draymond were in position to help if LeBron drove, but you know LeBron's just been kind of doing this drive to the left, step back, shoot, and killing it uh, all postseason. So you kind of thought that was coming, but Clay is in the corner uh, with George Hill and, and Corver. And George Hill cuts to the basket to get a layup. LeBron, of course, the correct basketball play, passes it to him. Clay grabs him uh, to stop the layup. George Hill goes to the line, 4.5 seconds left. George Hill hits the first free throw to tie the game. George Hill misses the second free throw. Uh, Kevin Durant inexplicably lets the rebound go right by him to J.R. Smith's hand. J.R. Smith... Starts running towards the Warriors' goal. <laughs> LeBron looks flabbergasted, tries to stop JR, and is like, hey, pass it back. JR passes it back to George Hill, and we go to overtime. And of course, the Warriors ended up destroying them in overtime. They ended up winning by 10. Uh, funny moment in the game. Uh, game's winding down. Uh, Curry goes to the basket for a layup. LeBron pins it. Curry jokingly goes to LeBron and says, you couldn't let me have that one. And LeBron says, get the fuck out of my face. That leads to uh, some words being exchanged. Clay Thompson comes over. He starts exchanging words. They come back down the court, running the ball out. The Warriors are about to get a shot clock violation. Sean Livingston goes up and shoots it rather than taking the turnover. Tristan Thompson takes offense, uh, contests the shot. His elbow goes up. Referee calls a flagrant two, immediately ejects Thompson. Draymond comes over, starts taunting Tristan Thompson, and Tristan Thompson shoves a basketball in his face. Um, uh, the league has downgraded that to a flagrant one. Uh, they fined Tristan 25000 Nobody was uh, suspended or anything. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be known as the J.R. Smith game. Uh, LeBron looked like he was about to. But, again, that's number one, J.R. giveth and he taketh away. But, number two, that is the thing with LeBron that I've always said. He Sometimes his basketball IQ overrides the fact that, hey, I'm the best player on the planet. I can hit this shot over Steph Curry. He'd been hitting it all game. He had been. It was funny. 
Kobe did a Kobe detail where he talked about instead of driving, LeBron has these defenders on him, him and KD. They have these defenders on him that can't bother their shot. So just pull up and take the shot. So in that instance, LeBron couldn't have pulled up. But I think from the top of the key, the way he was shooting the ball, I definitely think that the three over Steph Curry would have been a higher percentage shot than attempting to get the ball to George Hill, who is not experienced really in the finals. So I don't know, man. That was weird to me. Uh, it's the good and the bad with LeBron. LeBron almost single-handedly beat the Warriors, but his unselfishness uh, probably cost Cleveland stealing a game. And the Warriors have a lot of momentum right now. Uh, even though they're banged up, Iggy is still not close to coming back from what they say. Um, so I don't know. You got to kind of wonder how long the Warriors are going to keep on going with this small ball lineup and maybe give JaVale or Zaza a shot just to come in the game and, and play. Uh Try to def- try to protect the rim and you know put some take some pressure off of the the perimeter defense. But LeBron looks prepared. The Cavs don't look as overmatched as everybody thought they would be. Kevin Durant is his shot is just gone away. Steph played great. Clay Clay played great. Draymond still towards the end of the game he hit a couple big threes. But uh yes, yeah, the, the Warriors don't look like themselves. They still don't look like whatever it is they've had the previous three seasons. They don't look like they have that right now. Um, so this will be an interesting series, uh, game two, um, I don't know, anything can happen, it's on Sunday, uh, I really hate the way they do these damn TV schedules, you've got a three game break <laughs> between, a three day break between the first two games, so Thursday to Sunday, then they go all the way back to Cleveland, there's a two day break, so we're doing Wednesday, Friday, uh, and then it comes back to Sunday, uh, Tuesday, I think. Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, or what, whatever it is they're doing. I don't know. I, I really detest when the NBA does this, trying to get the games on certain nights. It's like, man, it's the NBA Finals. People are going to watch regardless of whatever night it is. You don't have to go Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday each time. Like, you don't have to give us these three-day gap between games, although it probably helps the Warriors uh, to give Clay some time to heal uh, another day between games for Iggy uh, to get him closer to being prepared. So... I don't know. Uh, we shall see. But uh, the the Cavs look prepared, and LeBron is looking like he is playing at a level that we've never seen. And, again, why did it take to year 15? You could have been doing this at 26, 27, 28, 29, uh, instead of waiting till you were 33 to play this way. It, it To me, it validates every piece of criticism I've ever had about LeBron. But I'm happy that he's playing at such a high level and doing things on the basketball court that validates uh, his talent. Um, another thing we talked about last week was uh, Pusha T and Drake. And uh, last week, Drake had kind of upped Pusha T. <laughs> um, and then I think it was, was it Tuesday? Uh, I think Tuesday, uh, Push responded. And boy, did he respond. Uh, Push came out with his track, The Story of Adidon, over the story of OJ Beat by Jay-Z. And uh, took some skeletons uh, out of Drake's proverbial closet. Um, Revealed that Drake has a child named Adonis with a cam model uh, named Sophie. Um... Basically called him a deadbeat and said there's more. Uh, Drake has yet to reply. It is Saturday, June 2nd at 4.15. It'll be Monday by the time y'all listen to this. So 
it's possible that he might reply between now and then, but all of the signs point to him not replying. And he put out a statement because the cover art for it was a picture of Drake in blackface. Uh, Drake puts out a statement saying, you know, everyone's enjoying the quote unquote circus. So, uh, you know, but he wanted to explain that he was trying to bring awareness to the part that black people have to play in getting roles in Hollywood, which is pretty funny because Drake is throughout his career largely not spoken on social issues. So it's a little odd that he would claim that was the case in this 2007 photo shoot. Um, but yeah, he pushed claims that he put on Twitter, you got 100K floating for dirt uh that's not gonna help you find skeletons that don't exist so apparently drake is looking for dirt on push your t so i don't think we're getting a response anytime soon or we might and drake might surprise us all like push surprise us all because i didn't think push was coming with anything but man push push leveled some dirt man and uh you know there were a lot of drake fans going oh push your t took it too far da 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 but you know uh, this happened because push mentioned I'm sorry, because Drake mentioned Push's fiance in his song, Let It Ring On You Like Virginia Williams. And as Push has been saying in his interview rounds, all bets are off at that point. It's, it's you know, no women, no children. You brought in a woman, I brought in a child. So now let's see what you want to do. And uh, I, I agree with that assessment. I'm, I'm old school hip hop. Like I said before, I grew up battling people. Um, the minute that you go personal, you can't tell me what line to stop at. You can't cross the line and then say, then draw another line and say, hey, but don't cross this one. I know I crossed that one, but don't cross this one. It could have been kept at bars and competitiveness. It could have been, all right, I'm going to diss you. Now you diss me and, and, and see what's what. But you brought this man's fiance into it, into the public eye. And for people who don't understand why that's a big deal, when Joe Budden and Drake were beefing, or rather when Joe Budden was dissing Drake, um... <laughs> A couple of OV, self-proclaimed OVO fans showed up at this man's house harassing him. This man being Joe Button. They showed up at this man's house harassing him. So Drake fans, or rather his stands, have shown that they are willing to do stupid shit in the name of their love for this dude. So, yeah, if I'm Push, I've seen that. I know that that's happened. I'm definitely not about to allow your fans to harass my wife because you decided you wanted to use her name in a cute clever punchline nah I'm, I'm about to expose you so uh he he said it's a surgical summer they're gonna take things slow um he has more uh he also he also dis 40 he 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 said ovo 40 hunched over like he 80 uh talking about he he ain't got much time left tick 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 that boy is sick 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 um the the multiple Forty has multiple sclerosis. If you don't know, uh, the Multiple Sclerosis Society issued a statement denouncing Pusha T. But I mean, that's hip hop, man. <laughs> I mean, you go back to the days of of hit 'em up when Pop was saying, "Don't oh, one of you motherfuckers got sickle cell. You fuck with me, you fuck around, have a seizure, have a heart attack." Uh, referencing Prodigy of Mob Deep. Prodigy later died of complications from sickle cell, I think. So, in in beef, there's no lines, man. Jay Z and Super Ugly, <laughs> which was probably his worst from a lyrical standpoint his worst diss track at Nas but it's the diss track that ended it when this man said I had sex in the back of your jeep and left a condom in your daughter's baby seat had sex with your baby mom in the back of her jeep and left the condom in your daughter's baby seat 
there are no bounds in hip-hop when it comes to respect and disrespect. When a line gets crossed, you you have to be prepared for the consequences. And obviously, Drake was not because I think he's scrambling. Drake has been great throughout his career at um, kind of keeping his personal business personal. He kind of lets people know what he wants to know when he puts it out there. Um, and there have been rumors that he had had a child for a minute, but it got swept under the rug pretty quickly. So apparently... Uh, Drake was going to use his uh, clothing line with Adidas to announce to the world that he had his son Adonis and it was going to be called Adidon. And as someone pointed out, I think it was Ture, uh, he said pretty much he screwed, Pusha T has screwed up Drake's launch of that because anytime someone searches Adidon, they are going to be flooded with pictures of Drake in blackface and unflattering things about Drake nude pictures of his child's mother there are going to be plenty of so somebody at adidas is now scrambling because now they have to change this whole launch you can't have anything associated with this launch now be titled addy dawn because you're not going to be able to clear that up the seo for that is is through and that kind of goes to show you that drake and po- i mean not drake uh push and possibly kanye were willing to go that far because Pusha t and kanye uh, have deals with Adidas uh, for clothing and shoes. So they probably use their inside connections to get this information. And I don't think the people at Adidas are happy. So that goes to show you that uh, Push was willing to risk some things. Like people were like, oh, Push doesn't have anything to lose. Oh, no, no, no. That's a lucrative deal with Adidas. Him and Kanye have something to lose from this. But he was willing to go that far because he felt the disrespect of this man putting his fiance's name out there. And that just goes to show you, if you've never seen the film Usual Suspects, um, you should, number one, because it's a classic movie. But in the film, Verbal Kent is talking about Kaiser Soze, uh, who was this basically, you know, warlord criminal, a legend. No one had ever seen him before. And he tells a story about how some of his rivals uh, threatened to kill his family and in reaction to that, Kaiser Soze killed his own family. He killed his wife and his children. The lesson there being that if you want to win in war, you have to show your enemies that you're willing to go further than they are willing to go. And I think that's exactly what Push did. Push said, I will fuck up my own money to embarrass you. And it's really, really, really difficult uh, to win a battle with somebody who is willing to fuck up their own money. Uh, just to get to you, like, that's a level of, I don't know, man, like, I can't think of too many rappers who would be willing to fuck up their own bread, uh, to make a point at somebody, and really, that's all he was doing is making a point, I mean, and while some people might say, oh, yeah, this is adding, you know, to his album sales, not really, because everywhere he goes, this, his entire press run has been about this beef with Drake, and not promoting this pretty good album that he just put out daytona is a really good album um and (laughs) you know you you gotta kind of admire that that this man is like yo i got the luxury of time i'm not on anybody's clock he said that in one of his in one of his recent interviews and uh man i i don't i don't really (laughs) i don't i don't really know what else to, to to put on that man i i do know this if drake does reply this is going to be a pretty historic beef uh, from a hip-hop standpoint. Uh, obviously, no one wants it to turn violent, but um, this could be up there in the annals of 
you know, Hove Nas, uh, Beanie Jada, um, Cannabis L, you know, this could be up there in the annals of, of great beefs. This could be a, a pretty long lasting summer of, uh, beef. Um, so yeah, we're going to take a quick break. Alright, so we're back, um, that was like 10 seconds to y'all, I was doing a whole bunch of other shit, uh, behind the scenes, but, <laughs> y'all don't give a shit about any of that, so, um, Black Thoughts of the Roots dropped a project produced by Ninth Wonder called Streams of Thought, and, um, if you are a fan of MCing in any capacity, it's definitely something that you should listen to, uh, I know that's not the popular thing, you know, a lot of people don't you know, don't be, don't be checking for rappers, but, you know, it's, it's still a few people out there, if you really enjoy high quality rapping, check that out, man, almost every bar is a quotable, if you know anything about hip-hop, then you know that Black Thought's pen is <laughs> pretty much untouchable, um, in the, in the MCing realm, he's, he's one of the best rappers to ever do it, just from a skill standpoint, um, that project was really good, features from Rhapsody, uh, as well as Styles P, uh, <laughs> which I loved, uh, Mac Miller dropped three new tracks um, out of nowhere, which which uh, were pretty good. Um, it, it's it's more back towards the watching movies with the sound off, uh, good AM, Mac Miller sound. Uh, definitely did not uh, try to revive the Divine Feminine sound, which I kind of understand since him and Ariana Grande broke up and he dedicated that album to her. Uh, I kind of get it. Um, also, on a music standpoint, um, the Internet dropped a new track. Uh, which I was really, really digging. Um, I forgot the name of it <laughs> just that fast. Uh, Come Over. Uh, I wasn't feeling the first track that they dropped. The first track that they dropped, uh, the, the Burbank Bounce record or Roll Burbank or let me, let me look up the actual name of it. I, I wasn't feeling it. So that's why <laughs> I didn't commit it to memory. Um, Roll Burbank Funk, um. So they dropped that. I wasn't really feeling that. Um, but they, they got back to it's this new track come over sounds like an updated version of of their last album, Ego Death. So it sounds like the the natural next evolution of them, which which is pretty impressive considering they, they took that time off. They were um I mean what, Ego Death dropped in what, twenty fourteen? So we're four years between albums. Uh Sid and uh Matt Martian, who are the the two founders of the band, they have been off doing their own thing on the solo tip. Uh, so it's nice that they have been able to get back together, get in the studio, and give us something that sounds a little bit different, as well as something that sounds like kind of what we've grown to expect. Because Ego Death was a big project; it's one of my favorite albums. Uh, that's a it's it's an album that you can listen to straight through. Uh, it's great to hear that kind of live band sound. Um, so I'm really impressed that they've managed to get back their album Hive Mind drops July 20th. Um, so that's definitely an album that I am looking forward to, uh, listening to and dissecting, uh, Mike Shinoda's album drops in two weeks, uh, June 15th. Uh, if you don't know who Mike Shinoda is, he's the rapper slash keyboard player slash guitar slash producer, um, of the band Linkin Park. So this album is called Post Traumatic. It is basically about, uh, him dealing and overcoming, the death of one of his best best friends and bandmates, Chester Bennington. Um, so I'm interested in hearing that as a person that's dealt with loss in my life. Um, I'm really, you know, looking forward to kind of hearing, you know, 
him process it. Uh, just from a musical standpoint, he's one of my big musical inspirations. I picked up the keyboard uh, because of him because I I enjoyed his music so much. I kind of wanted used to want to create something that sounded similar to that. So, um, big shout outs to him uh, for going through that project. Um, there hasn't really been a lot going on much in the way of news. Um, of course, the Trump administration is still doing Trump administration shit like inviting uh, Kim Kardashian to discuss prison reform for some unknown reason. Um, I see people up in arms about that, but I don't know why, because you should kind of be expecting that Kim Kardashian is an attention whore and Donald Trump lives for photo ops. So why wouldn't these two narcissistic idiots uh, join together? join together to apparently discuss prison reform because Kim Kardashian is so the person you want to talk to about something like prison reform. I don't know, man. People are up in arms about it. I don't get it. I, I tend to try to ignore this shit, but, you know, when people are talking about it, you, you kind of got to discuss it. Um, outside of that, like, you know, I, I really, oh, man, yeah. One big sports story. I, I completely forgot about that one. Um, so the Ringer put out an article on Wednesday, I believe, about Philadelphia 76ers GM and executive uh, Brian Colangelo apparently having some burner accounts. Um, it is on, is up on the Ringer's website, and man, that story is a doozy, man. There were, there were apparently five burner accounts, and the story got to the Ringer because someone was running AI. Like artificial intelligence analyzing these accounts and saw that they followed the same people. They used the same language. And uh, I think one of the really cool things that that they did was they contacted the Sixers front office and they asked about two of these accounts and asked if they belonged to Colangelo. And so the person that their contact at the office went to Colangelo and said, hey, what about these two accounts? And all five suspected accounts suddenly went private. They only mentioned two out of the five, but all five suspected accounts went private. Um, that's circumstantial evidence, but it tells you that he knew what was going on. Now, apparently, the rumors are coming out that it was his wife, but man, it was there were there was confidential information going on, things about Jaleel Okafor, Okafor who used to play for them, failing a physical, um, criticisms of Joel Embiid for going to a concert while his knee was hurting. Uh, a lot of criticism of the previous GM, Sam Hinkie. And it's just a bad look for the league, man. Like, to have an executive using these accounts or allegedly someone close to him using these accounts, it's bad, man. And, and it's looking like uh, he's probably not going to survive his job, which is crazy because Adam Silver, uh, the NBA commissioner, pretty much handpicked this dude to go in and replace Sam Hinkie, who was purposely tanking... Uh, <laughs> In, in effect to acquire assets and talent and uh yeah it's it's a bad look uh you know some people are saying that he's adamant that he didn't do these things um while others are saying you know that's great but in a year like this which some people are saying is probably the most important offseason in 76ers history uh there's a lot of people that are not uh confident that he can go into meetings with players like LeBron James and Paul George who are free agents or uh, if they attempt to use some of their assets to acquire Kawhi Leonard that he could convince Kawhi Leonard to stay there long term um, because all of these players is particularly someone like Kawhi 
um, who has shown that, you know, he's not been a fan of the way the Spurs have handled him this offseason, you're not going to want to sign with the team long-term where the GM is allegedly using burner accounts to, um, you know, bash his players in, in front office and leak confidential information to other members of the media. Um, you know, a lot of people discuss KD's burner accounts, but KD's burner accounts were, like, kind of harmless. It was just, like, little childish shit. You know what I'm saying? This is, like, you're leaking confidential medical information, dude. Like, that, that's, like, yeah, you, 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 you can't do that. Um, so I'm not convinced that this dude is going to survive this. Um, it's a turning point for the 76ers. Like, right now, you know, you could be right there with Boston next year or you could just be another up-and-coming team. Um, the Bucks have a legitimate head coach. The, the the Celtics are only going to get better next year when you have two all-star players returning. LeBron is going to make whatever team he goes to an automatic contender, and that team could be you, but you could also miss out. So I would not be shocked if this dude is not back um, next season because, man, that's a blunder. Like, I don't know. It's it's one of the most interesting sports stories that I've that I've come across in a while because it's just like you've and I think it was uh, Adam Schefter or some other uh, NFL insider came out and said most NFL execs have a burner account. They're not tweeting confidential things from it. And the the most shocking thing is just about people's health. Like there's whole federal laws about that. Like there's. There's entire federal laws um, about doing that. Like, it, it, it's, I don't know, man. It, it, it's it's weird. Um, that's a story worth keeping an eye on as we go into the draft and, and we go into, um, we as, as we go into the offseason, um, just seeing what the heck is going to be going on. Um, so, yeah, um, Here's an interesting story I just came across. Uh, jump into the comic book movie section. Apparently, Cyborg is finished in the DCEU, um, which is kind of sad. Um, but apparently, they're making plans for Cyborg on the TV show. Um, so, he's apparently going to be a part of the Titan series, which is coming on uh, DC's new streaming service. Um which means that Warner Brothers will probably not have two versions because they've shown an aversion to having two versions on screen uh, and off screen. So that's pretty fucking interesting. <laughs> um, not that, not that it was really a super huge deal anyway. Because I mean, that series is pretty much. I don't know, man. The DCCU is. Like, really, <laughs> it really, really is not good. So, I'm not really surprised, but, you know, still, I kind of am. Like, you know, they've been, they've done everything but attempt to get rid of uh, that series and just reboot. But, um, I'm not mad at them that, you know, <laughs> I'm not mad at them for, you know, lying about it basically uh they don't want to admit that they were wrong with justice league and the justice league completely sucked uh even they can't even decide if ben affleck is staying on his batman or not um i've been reading reports that you know he was gonna do uh flashpoint this is his last appearance and they were gonna do a soft reboot of batman and now he's saying that he's in it for the long haul so i don't know man 
the DCEU is in shambles. Continues to be. DC is doing well everywhere else. Um, like I said, the the Titan show uh, coming, Young Justice Season 3. I'm excited about both of those. If you know me, you know I there are two things that um, I love comic book-wise, and that is the Teen Titans, um, Young Justice, and Nightwing. And Nightwing is going to be involved in two of those shows. So definitely hyped up about that. Um, Solo, the Star Wars movie, man, is, is getting disappointing ratings across the board. Uh, it got beat out by Deadpool. And it's opening weekend, um, it's second weekend, has had a steep drop-off, and you gotta wonder what's coming with these anthology films, man. Star Wars cannot seem to earn back whatever good grace they had gotten with the fans after The Last Jedi. Uh, excuse me. Because while for some people, uh, The Last Jedi was a repeat, a rehash of, you know... A New Hope and some minor plot points of uh of of Phantom uh, Menace. I I wasn't upset by it. I liked it. It was a it was a good film. It set up something and like the Last Jedi kind of sucked all that enthusiasm away with whatever the hell it was Ryan Johnson called himself attempting to do uh, by making Luke Skywalker a cynical dick who then dies and uh, botching the whole setup perfectly storyline of raised parentage by just oh they just left you there like i watched the last jedi the other night and they were setting up a big reveal for raised parents no one is ever going to convince me otherwise of that there was too much emphasis put on it people knew who that girl was uh and so for him to just kind of say ah we didn't and it's like you you did that and you weren't even direct you weren't even directing the next movie like i could understand if you were handling the last leg of it but it was like it was a unilateral decision by him basically to just say fuck it i I don't want to put any pressure on it and there were some people that liked it ronnie charles them niggas liked it but most people that i've seen have been like there's there's a lack of enthusiasm coming for star wars like even episode nine which is supposed to round out this grandiose skywalker saga uh, appears to not have the fanfare or the anticipation that The Last Jedi had um, after uh, The Force Awakens, man. It, it's, I don't know. Uh, Disney's going to have to figure something out with Lucasfilm. Um, Kathleen Kennedy is not Kevin Feige or Kevin Feige, however you say the name. I call him Kevin Feige. Um, she's not him. She's not stewarding this properly. Um solo has been a box office and a critical disaster and i haven't even seen the movie and i don't want to see the movie because it just it looks bad the only reason i want to watch the movie is because i've heard such good things about donald glover's portrayal of lando and also because there's a darth maul uh cameo at the end of the film spoiler alert i'm sorry it's been out for two weeks if you wanted to see it you would have seen it by now um, so that to me is interesting typically because if you've watched Rebels and Clone Wars, you know that Darth Maul has a really nice arc after being brought back to life in Clone Wars that ends with him dying at the hands of Obi-Wan on Tatooine in Rebels. So I'm interested to see if, if the rumors of a Kenobi movie are true, if we get a Darth Maul, uh, appearance in that where he's kind of the big bad villain so that was a cool touch by them but it just feels so wasted on such a bad movie and I mean I guess I get the intrigue of a Han Solo film but 
there are so many other characters out there to do. There's so many other things just in the pantheon of Star Wars that you could be doing right now. Um, in particular, everybody wants a Knights of the Old Republic movie. Everybody. If you're not familiar with that, it was an RPG uh, on Xbox um, a few years ago. And it was about the Republic 4,000 years before the events of the Star Wars that we know and love. So it was about the Old Republic when there was a whole Sith Order, you know, uh, and the story is just phenomenal. There's twists and turns. It's a great game. I, ha I still have both copies um, in my house right now. Um, everybody is clamoring for that, and we keep on getting these standalone stories of characters that nobody cares about. Like, Rogue One was basic luck. Like, a lot of people weren't excited about Rogue One, but it gave people kind of a hope, and it just seems like ever since... The Last Jedi, the enthusiasm for the Star Wars films have gone down. And it's funny because Ryan Johnson was a, was rewarded for that uh, effort with his own trilogy. And I don't think anyone's excited about that either. So um, I have heard there's a new project coming on the TV side of things, which is going to be um, a series placed between um, episodes six and seven. Uh, that's going to be anime style, which I'm interested in that because Clone Wars and Rebels have both been uh, phenomenal TV shows. If you have not seen those and you're a Star Wars fan, you should definitely watch. Um, it kind of takes uh, a different path and carves its story between the stories that we know that isn't so Skywalker focused, even though Anakin is a major character uh, within Clone Wars. They're, they still touch on so many different other things that make you want to just explore the Star Wars universe. So. You know, like I said, I, 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 I don't know what's going on with them. There, something's going to have to shake up in Lucasfilm um, because this is not what you want going into what is supposed to be the cap off of one of the biggest film stories um, of the last, what, 40 years? When did the original Star Wars launch? Uh, 77. So we're talking about 40 years of this series and it caps off. In December of next year and as far as I can tell even the hardcore Star Wars fans that I know are just not excited about it there's a there's a big apathy and lethargy uh regarding the series right now so I don't know man um they're gonna have to figure something out um I think that's it for this week um I don't really have much else to talk about I would just be rambling on uh, and I don't like to do that we'll try to keep these short um coming up this week I'm I may do an episode midweek um, see if I can get one of my mini creative friends um, on the phone and I'll talk with them about whatever developments come up between <laughs> this episode and next week's episode. Uh, but until then, peace out. Don't forget, subscribe to the kids wear crowns dot com. We got some cool stuff going on up there. Uh, check out the affiliate podcast. Don't call it a podcast. The committee, the barbershop podcast. We bring a love back podcast. And of course, this podcast and follow us on Twitter at the KWC blog. Follow me at four underscore eyes, the Roman numeral four. You can follow the show's uh, Twitter account, which I'm about to convert my old Twitter account into at the four eyes show. If it's not up yet, don't worry. It will be soon. Um, but subscribe to the site. Make sure you're checking out everything that we're doing. We're also on uh, Google Play and the Apple Music Store. Finally, in addition to SoundCloud. So make sure 
um, you follow us on any one of those platforms so you can be available uh, to get the latest episodes of everything that we're doing. Um, also, follow the SoundCloud. Uh, I've been in a really musically creative mood lately, so who knows? I might upload some stuff um, You know, every once in a while. I, I, I like to make some music and go back to my musician side of things, so you never know. I might upload some stuff. But until then, see you next week. Enjoy the Lupe. Fives. More crooked than one time. Say one five. Who's more crooked than one time? Yeah, yeah. Check. Is my mic on? As a twilight zone. Yeah, come on. My mind state rewinds, wakes, and fast forwards bullets, making a beeline for my fake. My mind state. My mind state. My mind state rewinds, wakes, and fast forwards bullets, making a beeline for my fate. More crooked than one time. Uh, yeah. Say one five. Who's more crooked than one time? Uh, yeah, yeah. Check. Is my mic on? That's a twilight zone. Yeah, come on. My mind state rewinds, wakes, and fast forwards bullets, making a beeline for my face. Then they stop like Neo, laugh at me, throw some cash at me, then fly past me. But one ricochets off the wall to come back and ask me, Am I scared of him or the nigga that blasts me? You may be just a hammer and goes to be a hole in an innocent bystander. My eyes are camera, my ears are microphone, and my mind is Pro Tools. My head is a stool. What's recorded in my dome gets reported when I zone. My mouth is a speaker, I'm anchoring the misery there's no friends the enemy yum my enemy is my enemy beakers and test tubes full of memories in my laboratory i create stories doze off and wake up surrounded by 40s with glocks tucked in their labels and the caps is baseball hats playing poker at a table cigarettes massage their shoulders and belly tops showing off their navels a dime sack side bets a tech is running for president jesus pieces walk around with niggas hanging from their necks monopolies playing chess I just picked up an obituary of a bulletproof vest Put the headphones on my mouth, speaking to my ears Yeah, microphone check, 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 check A pair of Air Forces told me rims been extinct for years Been ethnic cleansed by jerseys, trying to take over the set And television's on death row for killing BET and MTV over a dice game And paralyzing CNN by knifing them in the neck Clear channels been fighting them in the wreck. Who's in for giving great Kool-Aid lace with strict nine and mixtapes and arm robbing cassettes? Dope told me weed was a crack fiend, but crack told me the dope was a base head. Hi-hats told the police he was just a soldier. He did what the base said. The snare and the kick didn't make it out alive The sample made it out with some money, but he died in the ride The 808 got caught with some work, ain't never coming home So the MPC and the MP3s is fighting over his turf Sean Don just gave birth, but she think about leaving it on the doorstep of a church Chris Style can't have kids, she plotting the kidnapping that she orchestrated with a purse But Gucci told Fendi, Fendi turned around and told Henny And Henny is Moet's baby's father, but she tried it anyway Disguised as a nurse In the newspapers it says Hip hop called rock and roll racist A six raped a five and the mate back taped it 
A hundred dollar bill just signed a record deal But he blew all his money on the bracelet And giving the gold dollar a facelift A button up just drove by in a six from Apollo All the Rolexes is hating, you see the smirks on their faces The half of Tampa's is defending the Duchess They keep catching cases But the judge is a swisher, he just gives them eyebrows And community service with the papers So the Newports get mad at the zigzags then out come the races. See the cools as killers on the creek. Rush up on the Philly, leave his guts spilling on the street. Some gold grills burned down, the building us some teeth. Some sharpened toothbrushes is holding the trampoline. Cause some children from the leap. I just seen Rock Aware, Rock Sean John asleep. With the same heat that baby fat carry. Sprint is pimping next tail. She just gave head to a blackberry. I heard she go two ways. But he was skeeting in the faces, it was beeping on my waist. This is the mind of Luke. Baby, just make sure my mic's on when I twilight zone. So, 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 so.